0: It's the Full Force News Burst Extra, brought to you by GeneralsJoe'sReborn.com, with me, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic 80. Not a lot of name only reveals emerged over the past few months, but we do have a couple to look at, so let's talk classified Jinx. I always found the G.I. Joe Sambo cartoon, and by extension the animated movie, a fountain of knowledge nuggets as well as being very insightful and profound at times. Even the more out there concepts like Egyptian gods and burnt marshmallow monsters had some underlying deeper meaning and made me look into those real world inspirations to gather more information. The DNA heavy Arisopentor Arise was very much in that vein and made me a junior school classroom hero one weekday afternoon when the teacher asked the class if any of us knew what it stood for. There were quite a few jaws on the floor when I snapped back with deoxyribonucleic acid. I remember one specific response by a good friend to this day being, Nah, you just made that up. Thanks Andrew Smith. As well as complicated biological terminology, the cartoon also served up some interesting proverbs, none more so than, The keenest eye is that which looks inward a line delivered with perfect timing and effortless poise by voice actor Shuko Akune in a scene where Jinx blindfolds herself before kicking Beachhead's ass in her specific close-quarters combat training. Her appearance in the movie would be the only time we saw that particular version of the character before the Deke series was introduced, and we wouldn't see Jinx in animated form until her redesign for the Valor vs Venom director video film in 2004. Voiced by Venus Terzo, she also featured in the Giojo Ninja Battles animated feature in her Valor vs Venom gear in the same year, before getting another redesign for the Sigma Six cartoon in 2005. Lisa Ortiz lent her voice talents to this iteration, and then we wouldn't see Jinx again until the G.I. Joe Renegades cartoon in 2010, this time voiced by Kim My Guest. As a character who has had so many animated appearances outside of the core character group, it's interesting to note that she's only had about 7 action figure versions, 8 if you count the upcoming classified figure of course. Not a bad amount of figures, but certainly on the lower end of the scale when you consider Jinx's popularity she also appeared fairly consistently in the comics starting in marvel issue number 59 and also popped up in most idw iterations including the award-winning cobra mini-series that saw her brutal demise when chuckles was forced to kill her in order to retain his cover one of my favorite comic appearances came in the uk annual from 1992 in high finance As well as being a trained ninja, Jinx is an intelligence analyst and finance clerk based on her file card, and that side of her character was explored in this comic story exclusively available in the G.I. Joe Annual with a script from Steve Allen, art by Stuart Johnson, colours by Ewan Peters and letters by Annie H. Jinx infiltrates the Mars building via the sewer underneath and has to contend with Crocmaster and his Crocs. Destro is informed that she is in the building and tries to dig up information on his computer as to why she would be there. As he hacks into her file, Jinx makes her way up the floors, avoiding laser security beams, a classic firing squad elevator trope, and manages to defeat Big Boa by twisting his helmet backwards. Easy. Eventually she makes it to her target, which is the finance department, where she asks to see the books just as Destro finds out why she is there when he sees her secondary military specialty on his computer screen. She escapes out of the window, courtesy of a dragonfly pickup, and sends her regards to Destro as she leaves. It was a very fun, one-and-done original piece and really helped to develop her as a character post the movie. As I mentioned before, Jinx has had seven action figures over the years, starting with her version 1 o-ring introduction in 1987. The figure release coincided with her appearance in the animated movie the same year and placed her in a team of rookie Joes called the Rawhides. Her figure was pretty cool and focused on the hooded design with the all red and black trim deco. The figure decided to go with a smaller Black Dragon logo on her left breast over the much larger logo seen on the animated model and also scrapped the G.I. Joe logo seen on the character's right thigh in the film and sort of seen on the painted 2-up, which was most recently spotted at San Diego Comic Con although the application was slightly different to the movie model and was based on the original concept for the character. She came with a backpack and two swords that had sheaths for said swords and a very ornate staff with elaborate prongs on either end called a naganata. The UK got the same version of Jinx in 1989 on an Action Force International Heroes card back. The file card even added some hilarious changes, claiming she was born in Cardiff, Wales, a far cry from her US birthplace of Los Angeles, California. They also changed her college from Bryn Mawr, which I believe is in Pennsylvania, to Bangor University in Wales. The final change was that Snake Eyes recruited her for the Action Force team instead of the Joe team, but that's a given. She got a second release in 1989 via Hasbro Direct, and the mould was used again for an official G.I. Joe convention undercover Jinx in 1993. In 1994, a new line of Mortal Kombat figures came out utilising G.I. Joe moulds, and Sonya Blade used the Jinx body with a new head sculpt in a green redeco. The same thing was done again for the movie line in 1995, only this time in all black. The mould was utilised for the 1994 Cobra Viper figure and Rattler four wheel drive, which was a repaint of the Cobra Stinger, and that new character got another release in 2004, not once, but twice in the same true exclusive Ninja Cobra Strike Team set. The character became two twin daughters of the legendary swordsmith Onohashi. We will return to Viper shortly. Jinx went AWOL until her second iteration as Agent Jinx in the true exclusive Tiger Force Subteam 5-pack in 2003, often referred to as Cringer Jinx by nobody other than me. The green with orange stripes gave us a very fun redeco and opens the door for an awesome repaint in the Classified series, which, again, we will get to later, of course. In 2004, Jinx got a complete redesign for Valor vs. Venom and came with a removable blindfold for the first time in action figure form. Meanwhile, that same year, the original O-Ring Jinx body was used again for the Comic Pack version 5 Scarlet figure in all white with a black belt. In 2012, Hasbro revealed two 4-inch Kim Arashikagi figures for SDCC, version 1A and version 1B, one in the classic red and the second in a variant white comic deco. Despite being called variant decos by Hasbro, they each featured different head sculpts and accessories. In 2013, the first Geojo Collectors Club FSS was unveiled and in that first group of figures we were given Kim Arashikagi version 2. The figure utilised version 13 Scarlet's body from 2010 and a new head sculpt as a sort of updated pursuit of code. Cobra-style Jinx figure. In 2013, Jinx featured in the JoJo Retaliation movie played by Elodie Young, which also meant that she got a new figure. The character switched from the classic red deco to a very eye-catching black and yellow, giving off Helix vibes. Coming back to Viper, as I said I would, in 2015 the JoJo Collector's Club gave us the Viper homage from 1998, in modern 4-inch form for the figure subscription service Volume 3, and then finally, in a very loose connection, we have classified Python Patrol Viper, revealed very recently in the Target exclusive range of figures. I'm only really including her based on the original figure's repaint into the Cobra character, but in reality I doubt Classified Jinx will look anything like the Viper build, which uses the Akiko and Blue Ninja parts. I'm fully expecting a very classic look in the red with a few head sculpts, namely a hooded and unmasked option with a removable blindfold to homage the movie, Valor vs Venom and modern figure releases. In terms of deco, I could see Lenny adding the Giojo logo on the thigh as a nod to that original concept and animated movie model which would add a nice colour break to all that red. I'm also interested to see if they give her the large or small dragon logo on the torso. Either option would be fine for me, but maybe they go further from the vintage figure with an eye to do more classic deco for a retro-carded version. By giving the mainline figure the large logo seen on the animated movie model and the thigh logo, you would be differentiating the two releases enough to make them both interesting. In terms of weapons, she has to come with a backpack and sword sheaths, two swords and the Naginata staff. As I mentioned previously, a removable blindfold would be fun and maybe even a couple of pugil sticks that can break in two would be a fun homage to the beachhead training scene. That might start edging the figure into a more deluxe price point and I'm almost certain we will see this particular figure in the mainline five-figure wave, but take the pugil sticks out and you have a very cool single-carded figure right there. In terms of repaints then, I would be very surprised if we didn't see a Tiger Force version in the future. The Cringer Deco would look great and it would be such an easy reuse for the entire figure. I would expect the colours to be slightly subdued to match the rest of the team, but I would be all over that figure as a release in the Target exclusive range. As far as other repaints go, I could see them venturing into the Cobra Ninja Strike Team Vipra Twins decos, but not as Jinx of course. They might use the Vipra figure they already have an existing base for for something like that though, which would be a fun two pack idea. In any case, my prediction will be a pretty straightforward classic design with her iconic accessories and a few fun additions like a blindfold and extra unmasked head sculpt. Anyway, what do you guys think? Are you excited for Jinx in the classified series? Are you expecting straight vintage or some extra deluxe stuff? Do you ever blindfold yourself and try fighting with sticks? Then let me know in the comments below. Okay team, lots more content to come, so keep it locked, stay fresh cheese bags, and as always, full force. That's it for this installment of the Full Force News Burst Extra. Thank you for watching, make sure to like, comment and subscribe. See you next time, and as always, Full Force.